The flooding tunnel's over that ridge. We'll get in that way. What was your job when you were based here? Sanitation. Sanitation? Then how do you know how to disable the shields? I don't. I'm just here to get Ray. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Oh, really? You're cold? Come on. You've never heard of the Millennium Fall? Should I have? It's a ship that made the capital in less than 12 continents. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Castle Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And this week, we actually have some really exciting news. We're desperate for anything you can tell us. All right, so this week, we actually got some news with uh, the comics that are supposed to be coming out here in this December. So San Diego Comic-Con, there was a publishing panel where they announced the Age of Republic, Age of Rebellion, and Age of Resistance um, storylines uh, that they're going to do that spans all across the saga. And so a couple things. We have the names of the comic stories that are going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. And we know now that they're coming out in December, which is really, really exciting. Yes. yes. I'm, I'm pretty on board um, with this. I think we got, we're getting some really interesting comics. and Absolutely. And I'm, I'm normally not one for the comics nor the books, really and truly. Mm-hmm. And oh, oh we'll bad. change you yet. I mean, I've read a couple of the comics. And I, I've Come enjoyed, to the dark side. <laughs> I've enjoyed the few that I've read, but... I'm not a comic girl very much, um, but I, I think I honestly will pick a few of these up and read them. Oh, absolutely. So so what do we got as far as the Age of Republic? So for Age of the Republic, we're going to get Qui-Gon Jinn, Darth Maul, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Jango Fett, Anakin Skywalker, Count Dooku, Padme Amidala, and General Grievous. Ooh, that's exciting. Yes. I'm really excited and intrigued by the Qui-Gon Jinn one because we don't get a whole lot about him like we get uh, a lot in or a decent amount in phantom menace it's the only time we've been introduced to him he shows up in the clone wars but i wonder how they're going to expand that because all of these are supposed to tie in together too so it's like a yeah it's like a mega series kind of thing so i don't know how it's going to tie in but that's my understanding of it and so i think i'm really excited about that so qui-gon general grievous um and the anakin skywalker one too so I'm wondering if we're going to get more adventures, and we got an Obi-Wan as well, some more adventures with Anakin and Obi-Wan, and uh, get a little deepening to that relationship. Possibly. And maybe some inner thoughts of Mr. Skywalker. Maybe. Maybe. That's honestly, I, I think I'm going to be interested mostly in Darth Maul, Anakin, and Padme. Oh, definitely. The Padme one's intriguing. She's never had her own comic before, which she's going to have a book come out soon, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Queen Shadow. And so that'll be interesting. Um, and now be. she's getting some love in the comics. So that'll be really cool. It will be. And I mean, I guess it makes sense, though, if it's supposed to all tie together, then I mean, obviously, I feel like you can't have an Anakin comic without having a Padme comic. I mean, absolutely. No, I completely agree with you. So uh, our next one, uh, The Age of Rebellion, so our original trilogy era, uh, we have Lando Calrissian, Jabba the Hutt, <laughs> Han Solo, <laughs> exactly, Boba Fett. Luke Skywalker, Grand Moff Tarkin, Princess Leia Organa, and Darth Vader. Ooh. Thoughts, Kristen? So, first off, my giggle. <laughs> I'm just wondering how Jabba the Hutt's going to have 
Like, what's going to happen? Is it going to be like in Hutties? It's going to be like whatever? 11 pages of him just going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm just like wondering, are they just going to put it in English? Or are they going to put it like in a they weird... They have to. In, like, it is yeah. Hutties? Yeah. Hutties, yeah. Hutties? Okay. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they're going to put it like in Hutties first, and then it's going to have like English subtitles. That would be weird. <laughs> I know, it would they, be. They kind of did something similar with the Chewbacca stories. They actually have a Chewbacca comic line. Um, and it was all, he was paired with somebody, obviously. So it wasn't entirely translated, but it was basically him being him. And they were going, yeah, Chewie, you're right. Kind of stuff like that. So I, I don't see Jabba being anyone's sidekick or having a sidekick, unless this is like a Jabba and Salacious Crumb team up. <gasps> <laughs> oh, i don't know i just know that that's gonna be really um, that's gonna be really funny yeah either way it's gonna be pretty funny um other than that though i think i'm pretty interested in uh han in princess leia and then vader okay okay so Danny, do you have any thoughts on this age of rebellion so far um i'm really excited about the tarkin one i figured like I don't know, like, I just, I like the stories that are not common. Because, I mean, I love the Vader line that they're doing right now. Uh, that storyline is is awesome. It's so cool. It's strange. It, it's it's my kind of Star Wars, that weird Star Wars and everything. Yeah, um, weird Star Wars. <laughs> and so, I don't know, I feel like I'm going to get something cool from Tarkin. I hope. Um, I'm hoping it's not something stupid. But um, Tarkin and, I think... Probably Han and Vader were probably going to be my only, my ones. Maybe thought, Boba Fett. Maybe Boba. I thought maybe you were going to say Luke. No, well, see, I don't have anything against Luke, but like, even going through our saga rewatch, like he's he's not a, a, a character at the forefront for me. I like Luke, but it's I don't know, just never really related to him the same way as some other characters. Yeah, I might pick up that Lando one. I think it just depends. Oh, definitely. I think it's going to depend on what era mm-hmm. we get of uh, Lando. Are we going to get young Lando or are we going to get... Well, with it being uh, Age of Rebellion, I would imagine it'd have to be like... but And it doesn't specify. Um, probably between A New Hope and Return of the Jedi, but how much can you really tell, though? Mm. So, I mean, we don't get him until Empire Strikes Max, so maybe we see what he's doing before then? Maybe. So, I don't know. Oh, well, we'll figure it out. We'll come out in December and we'll see. <laughs> definitely, um, definitely. So, moving on to the next one, though, we have the Star Wars Age of Resistance, which is like the newer films. The sequel trilogy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, we have Poe Dameron, um, Supreme Leader Snoke, Finn, Captain Phasma. She's still alive. Um, <laughs> Rose Tico. Well, I guess she didn't have to be. Sorry. Uh, General Hux, Ray, and then Kylo Ren. Hmm. So... I guess this could be like... So are we reigniting the whole who is Snoke again? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm not even going to be mad. Maybe they'll just finally tell us or something. Yeah. So I'm not really... Sh- I, I, don't, I know this is going to sound really bad, but <laughs> I don't think I want to read a single one of those. Really? Yeah. I mean, if anything, maybe Supreme Litter Snoke, but I'd rather just get the cliff notes. <laughs> I get the cliff notes. <laughs> like, I, it ain't that deep for me to pick up a comic and read it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really don't think I care about... Any of them? Okay. Which is kind of weird for me to feel like I, to say that because... You cared I, so much about the other ones. No, no, no. Okay. I like the newer movies better, but I don't like the characters as much. That's interesting. <laughs> we'll have to dive into that a little bit in our main topic. <laughs> I'm not saying I hate the characters. Yeah. I'm just... I don't know. With the older ones, I guess maybe because we've had so many more movies and all the characters have been pretty 
mm-hmm. consistent in a way. Okay. So we'll we'll definitely dive into that okay. side of that. Eventually. <laughs> Personally, I'm excited because I mean I liked the Poe Dameron comics that they just had. Like I just finished them. Um, there were some issues that were better than others, and some were just like I'm powering through, so I don't miss some of the story. Uh, so I didn't feel like it was very consistent, but at the same time, I enjoyed it. So, I mean, the Poe Dameron one, it will be cool, but my main ones I'm really excited about are uh, Supreme Leader Snoke, uh, Ray, and Kylo Ren. I'll let you tell me about Supreme Leader then. <laughs> I'm just interested to find out what kind of lore we're going to find out about him, because if it's about Kylo, do we get young Ben? Do we find out what, more of what happened at that Jedi Temple or how Snoke was getting his fangs in him? You know what I mean? So there's a lot of story to be had there. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people have a complaint with the sequel trilogy on is that there's not enough backstory, but the mystery is there for a reason. So who knows what we're going to actually have in nine and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I think it'll be uh, pretty exciting. True. I mean, so I feel like it it depends. It depends on what's going to happen here. If Mm -hmm. it's not some like random side quest that has nothing to do with it. I probably won't read it, but if mm-hmm. it actually draws in and ties in, like the Phasma comics, <laughs> you being serious? like the actual Phasma, yeah, no, oh. I'm, I'm dead serious. So, so the whole journey to Last Jedi, Captain Phasma ones, uh-huh. it was showing you how she survived Starkiller Base, and basically, oh, yeah. it's just that she got out of the trash compactor, found a ship, left on said ship, found the people who knew that she pushed the button to lower the shields killed them killed the pilot that took her to the people who knew how who knew about that and then she came back like nothing happened it was a roundabout way of saying she's still alive and she made and she survived right you learned next to nothing about her like all it was was showing how brutal she is and it's like (laughs) cool but okay (laughs) it was a little much so i was just kind of like it was yeah it was just nah i might just start off those cliff notes <laughs> but yeah, I'm hoping that they're 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 better. I, I am really excited about, especially Ray, because Ray really hasn't had a role in any of the comics or anything like that. So who knows what else? I know your feelings on Ray. We'll get to that. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm I'm interested to know more about her. I think it, I think it'd be cool to get a little bit deeper story with her. Find maybe, out what's going on. Maybe, <laughs> just maybe they'll finally <laughs> tell us who her freaking parents are. <laughs> It's killing me, Star Wars. It's killing me. You're nothing but not to me. Oh, oh. No, no, you're still holding on. Let go. I love that we're quoting that one, and that's not even the one that we're talking about today. No, I know, but it's still really funny. It's very quotable. It's it very is. quotable. That part's probably my favorite part, just because it's like, no, no. Um, so... In other news, um, so we actually got a little bit more look at Resistance. Star Wars Resistance coming up. Um, So in, what was it, a couple weeks ago, I think, is when we got our uh, Meat Team Fireball uh, little kind of short thing. Yes. (laughs) And uh, now we have Meat Team Aces. The Aces are a group of pilots among the best in the galaxy. There are five of the top pilots on the platform who are hired to protect the base. All pilots to your stations. But when there aren't any threats, they just race for fun. So the aces are supposed to be the the pilots who kind of guard this 
platform place thing, but when there's no fight to be had, they race, and they're all like the stars, and what did you think of it? I have a question. Okay. There's two different teams? Yeah. Team Fireball and Team Aces. Totally just caught that. <laughs> I have not been keeping up with this very well. The only thing I can tell you for sure is it comes out October 7th. Hey, there you go. <laughs> hey. Watch that be wrong. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you're like, I'll be there when it comes on. Right. <laughs> but I haven't really kept up with it. I guess I don't really want to spool anything or I don't want to, I don't want to get, I guess, too excited and... I'm not going to say it's going to let me down because it's not mm-hmm. meant for me. So either way, I'm going to enjoy it. No, oh, definitely. But, yeah. You, you enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess on top of that, too, I don't want to like s- sell it short and be like, no, that just doesn't look like, like something I'm going to like. I think I'd rather just, you know, mm-hmm. skip it. But I'm, I think that's what I'm trying to avoid. Well, as we as we is. can see with The Last Jedi, expectations are the enemy of a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you're right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, right. I'm trying not to expect anything. So I yeah. think the best way for me not to expect anything is just to not, like, dive deep into it. Mm-hmm. Like, right now. Like, don't dig to the, into the trailers. Don't dig into the storyline. You know what I mean? Like, just wait till it comes out. Watch it. Then have your feelings. It's like asking me not to breathe. <laughs> well, you can watch it. You're fine. I don't care what you do. No, I mean, in, as far as like the impressions of of the uh, the meat team aces that came out and everything, like so with the team fireball short, um, I thought it was cool. It, it was interesting to see the animation in action and that style and stuff like that. Um, I, I didn't hate it. I was still not like blown away or anything like that. But it was still like cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll, yeah. I'll give it a try. Um, with the team aces one though. Just the characters that they brought in and stuff like that. I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, these like, characters yeah. look really... Um, they got a lot more personality. They do. They're really, yeah. really... Like I was just saying, they seem really pumped up. Yeah. And I like that. Uh, I'm really excited about uh, Donald Faison's character, Hype yeah. Faison, Rodian. Hey, everybody, look who it is. Oh, you know who it is. Hype is the best pilot on the platform. He's a little cocky. He's a little full of himself. He's got a lot of sponsors on his ship and on his uniform, so you can kind of get that straight away. Like, he's just in this for the glamour. Hype Faison. But then you start to see he actually cares about his fellow racers because they all play a part in what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they're um, having more than just like humans as pilots mm-hmm. because I feel like I think we've seen a few in the movies, but not many. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, honestly, I'd say at least maybe eight or nine out of ten mm-hmm. pilots you see throughout the movies are like human ones. There's not any other species. And they do better about that in the sequel trilogy. I've noticed that. In Force Awakens, yeah, there's a lot of different alien species that are the pilots. Right. As I say that, and here recently, I know I do know they've thrown a few in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think the humans probably outweigh oh, just because yeah. of the older movies. So I'm, I think this is gonna be really good. Um, and it seems like they're really trying to expand their horizons. I guess. Absolutely. Well, and that's the thing is that it's it's a it's a really large universe. There's a lot of different species, right? So it, for it to be namely humans all the time is unrealistic. I feel. And so I'm really excited that they're bringing in Rodians, and um, we even get a Keldor, which is the species that Plo Koon is, which I think yes. is really cool. Now, they didn't flat out say that, but that's straight up, like, his name's Bo Keevil, Plo Koon. 
Bo Kivel. There's a there's there's a trend. There's a trend, and then on <laughs> top of that, the design like it looks like it's supposed to be like a solid helmet, but it's not. Because if you look at how Plo Koon, how it's attached, how his little breathing apparatus is uh-huh. attached, it's the same way as this guy. And so I'm fairly certain that he's a Keldor, which is really cool to see another. Because we've never seen another. Yeah. <laughs> Polo Koon's the only one we've ever seen. Right. So. That, that is really exciting. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be really cool. What did you think of uh, Griff, the uh, retired Imperial TIE pilot? Hi, I'm Steven Stanton, and I play an ex-Imperial TIE fighter pilot by the name of Griff Halloran. He's got a lot of his old original gear. It's all falling apart at this point. He's just got this modded out TIE fighter. He's a little rough around the edges. Griff's not a guy that you want to cross. Everyone leaves him alone because he's just kind of the brooding guy who just is in the corners. He's still out there looking for that one last great battle. He's interesting. I'm I'm really interested in kind of what his character's like, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, they kind of describe him. They say he's kind of like a brute guy who just kind of sits the grumpy back old man. Kind of. <laughs> Essentially, but I, I I don't know. I think I think he's gonna have a cool story to tell. I think so too. So it's a unique perspective that we don't get because right. so yeah, the empire fell, but that also means that a lot of the people who were employed by said empire are no longer with the empire, right? And that's what it is with this guy. He's got a modded tie, which looks freaking killer. It does. <laughs> like it looks awesome. So I'm really excited about his character. And then on top of that, his tie pilot helmet. It's got a daggum skull painted on Not it. Not only that, he's still got the uniform tag. Still got the uniform, yeah. It's a little yeah. raggedy. It's t- falling apart a little right. bit, but it's still overall really cool. Right. So he looks kind of like that ex-military kind of guy who uh, um, is just kind of trying to find work after war, basically. Pretty and much. so I'm interested to see if his allegiance still lies with the Empire, if it was just a job, like what kind of character is he? He's the one that interests me, I think, the most. Because there's a lot of conflict there, I think, or uh, could be, could be so potential yeah. conflict. I yeah. don't, I, I don't see him being still wanting to be part of the Empire nor like the First Order. Because even though technically the Empire mm-hmm. fell, I mean the First Order rose, and he has to know this. I'm sure some. I mean that could him. provide for some interesting tor- storytelling too, though, if he decides that the First Order was right or something like that, or goes back to his old ways of being an Imperial kind of things like that. So I don't know that they would go that route, but I think it's interesting that he is the character that he is. Yeah. But it's an interesting choice to go, yeah, you're an ex-TIE pilot of all things. And it's just like, ooh, okay. <laughs> so I think that's really, uh, really, really exciting. But yeah, him, him and Hype Phazon, I think are the ones that I'm looking forward to the most. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited about um, Hype. I think... He's going to be a really cool character. Cool. So I think that's all of our news. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about the uh, Resistance short? No. No, I think I said my piece. Cool, cool. So if you're ready, I say we go ahead and get into our main topic. And now, our feature presentation. Main topic. Yes. So continuing with our Saga Rewatch, we are talking... The Force Awakens. Yes, we sure are. Yes. So that was the other option for our poll last week uh, between Rogue One and Force Awakens. And as promised, we are talking The Force Awakens. So for me, this one, and and I got to see the prequel trilogy in theaters, so it wasn't necessarily a first-time experience or anything. But with this one, we got to see it actually at the McWayne Center IMAX Dome, which was really intense. It was. Very cool. (laughs) Um, It was one of those, like, you, you can't really get the whole 
picture. Well, for one, it's an entire dome and it's all around you. Right. So, so there's that. So you're looking fighters, left or right. Yeah, and yeah. TIE fighters were like flying behind you. So, <laughs> But it was a cool experience, though, because it kind of put you in the middle of the movie, um, which was really neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I remember just being just so just sucked in to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, the opening sequence to it, I think, is one of the coolest opening sequences to Star Wars. I really do. With the whole First Order coming in, all that kind of stuff. The intro of Kylo. Um, Kylo's little banter between uh, him and Lor Santeca. Uh, with the whole, <laughs> you cannot deny your family. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kylo was freaking crazy cool when he came out. And especially, I mean, holding a blaster bolt. Like, come on. Never before seen in Star Wars. And dude just turn around, having conversations. It's nothing. He's just going to hold it right there as long as he possibly can and everything. But I just thought that was like the coolest opening sequence. And just overall, the movie, I loved it. Um, It was a huge fan service. uh, Still is. But, I mean, if we're being honest, it was a New Hope (laughs) reskinned. But (laughs) at the same time, though, um, I I really, really enjoyed it. It's it's one of my favorites. Ooh. Yeah. that's, That's deep, Danny. Yeah. Um, for me, what about you? Oh, let's say for me, um, yeah. this is actually the first Star Wars movie I got to watch in theaters. Um, so I feel like I appreciate it more now than I did watching it in theaters because at that point I was not like fully caught up. Mm-hmm. I think we may have honestly watched the movies. But we I did, but we you were powering through them just so you could watch the movie. Right? Like I think we watched like. <laughs> Two a day or something crazy. I don't know. Some, yeah. Either way, we watched them really quick, and I didn't pay hardly any attention um, because I just really didn't get into them up in here till recently. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh. So for me, The Force Awakens was. I mean, it was a really good movie. It was very mm-hmm. action packed. Um, had a lot of great moments in it. Um, I don't know. It made me. The, that one and the the um Rogue One mm-hmm. really made me want to like dive back into the old ones. Yeah. Plus, kind of watching Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff really helped too because mm-hmm. there's just so many things you're like, wait, I know about this or wait, <laughs> I didn't think we've met that. him before. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just certain Absolutely. things like that. Yeah. Kind of pop back up and you're like, wait. <laughs> um. So it definitely made me want to dive deeper in, into those movies. So. I, I really like The Force Awakens, so it's. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's my favorite movie, but it kind of. I guess it kind of kickstarted everything. It did. It so. did. It gave you a, a reason to have to go through and watch Star Wars and all that kind of stuff, and then gave you kind of a want to know more, which is really really neat. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I don't know. Like, I just really enjoyed it because of all the new themes that it kind of brought in. Mm-hmm. Um. First off, one of the things. I mean the humanizing of the stormtroopers um really right out of the gate um with finn and his brother in arms right next to him dying all that kind of stuff and then finn being that humanized stormtrooper which we is crazy too because we realized that Mm -hmm. poe was the one that fired the shot yeah was the one that shot finn's friend yep (gasps) (laughs) and kind of really brought it to light for finn because that's when finn starts to freak out He's just yeah. like, oh, oh gosh, which I would too, having blood on my helmet of someone else. So, I mean, like it was an intense scene. Like it's yeah. not something that you've ever seen in Star Wars. And I liked that about it. Because mm-hmm. even though, yes, there were a lot of familiar themes. And I, again, like I said earlier, it was kind of like a new hope reskinned. 
the familiarity didn't ruin it for me at all. It right. helped me get back into it because I mean, you got to think that this has been a long time coming where Star Wars, is, there's not been a movie. I think, what was it 2006? I think is when Revenge of the Sith came out, something like that. Um, so I want to say four, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it, I think four was uh, Attack of the Clones oh. sometime around there. I don't know. But um, I think I'm pretty sure 2006 was the last time there was a Star Wars movie. And so it's been some time. This is 2015. So almost 10 years later, and we get new Star Wars, which is really cool. And so I think it was really cool that this movie just so easily just brought everything back. I mean, even down to the part where Ray and Finn are escaping, and we're like, we're not going to take the garbage. (laughs) Wait, the garbage will do. And then they turn around, and it's there. Like, I was just so engrossed in the movie that now I'm like, yeah, they're totally talking about the Falcon. Like, of course. (laughs) But in the movie, I was just like... What, the, what are they talking about? Like, what? What is that this? That one's garbage. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was totally into it, and then when it happened, I was just like freaking out. I was like, yeah. yes. I'm pretty sure I got smacked there too. <laughs> Any exciting moment in Star Wars that I've been in the theater with Danny, I get smacked. He just starts wailing. He's like, no! He starts freaking out, and I'm like, dude, chill. Like, I'm gonna have to wear like football padding or something. <laughs> put together a, a kit to protect you <laughs> yeah shoulder pads elbow pads oh my gosh those Helmet. knee pads hel- well. helmet's important helmet is very important <laughs> but anyways <laughs> but i mean i don't know there were just so many exciting moments down to the chewy were home all that kind of stuff Ugh, like i think time. that's i think that's what's really cool about this movie is it just brings back so many memories it um does. i don't know I, what did you think well, as someone who flew through the first six <laughs> movies to get here, um, not here now, but here then, mm-hmm. let's flash back to 2015. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of opinions on it then, but I mean, now it's just, there's just certain scenes now that I'm just like, oh, I love them, or all oh, this makes me cry, yeah. or, or this is so funny, because I mean, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't really want to get into the realness of it but i really i like finn in this movie mm-hmm. but i don't like finn in the last jedi okay so it's we're, like he just kind of changes and we're definitely gonna dive into that yeah that, that's gonna be our next episode i know actually. that's what i'm saying like i don't want to so, get yeah. too into it but, <laughs> but there's yeah. certain it's hard not to though because it's like they're they're companion movies they literally happen one after another uh, with no time in between. So well, I mean, yeah. So here's the thing, too. I'm just gonna say this really quick. Okay. Um, I feel like, and I can tell you why I think he's like this, but I feel like from this movie, he's got a lot more hope, and he's just like, well, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes he's like, we can't take down the first order. Are you crazy? They'll slaughter us. You know. <laughs> but I feel like he's got a lot yeah. more hope into it, and he feels like he can do it because he believes in himself and he believes in the people around him. Okay. For some reason, The Last Jedi, to me, it feels like it's just straight revenge. Which, okay. yeah. I mean, it could have something to do with the fact that this certain dude with the lightsaber slashed his back up. A little bit. A little <laughs> so, bit. I'm not saying, like, it's I uncalled for. I wouldn't be happy for. with him either. I'm, saying, like, I'm not saying it's uncalled for, but I just feel yeah. like he's got this, like, almost, like, streak of revenge mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi. And it's just, like, it doesn't matter what it cost him. Mm-hmm. He's going to try to destroy the First Order no matter what. Yeah. And I don't like that. 
So. So there's your preview of our next week's episode. <laughs> Tune <laughs> but in. Let's, but, let's, but let's talk about Finn and the Force Awakens here now. So I like that you talked about how he was, he, he seems full of hope and things like that. And it's something that we pointed out uh, while we were watching it with Finn and Rey. Yeah. Where, especially the moment where they get blasted by a, a, a tie, um, tie bolt basically a laser bolt and they go her hand yeah he keeps grabbing her hand i love that (laughs) stop grabbing my hand i don't know how to run without you holding my hand (laughs) (laughs) i love that so much um but the the part where he gets knocked out for a second then he comes up and she's like finn finn and he the first thing he says is are you okay and she kind of looks at him like well yeah but it what's cool is in the novel it, it it goes a little bit more into what she was thinking at the time no one has ever asked that Right. No one has ever taken that kind of care for her. And so that was a really important moment for them. Right. Now, also in the novel, there's a few times where it kind of hints it that there's probably a romantic relationship, but I don't feel that way well, about it. No, I don't either. That's what I was going to say. I yeah. mean, in the movie, there's a few moments where, like, mm-hmm. you kind of get the vibe that there might be a little bit more than friendship there. But, I mean, at the same time, like, like you know, I know we talked about... Um, I mean, Finn's been with the First Order his whole life. It's not like he's ever had interest in girls. Mm-hmm. Um, or Ray, actual friends. Right. <laughs> um, and then Ray's been stuck on Jakku probably since she can remember, really. Mm-hmm. And we see that flashback. And I wouldn't say she's, what, maybe five? Probably, five to yeah. seven mm-hmm. years old, if even. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's not like anyone on Jakku is really... Yeah. You know. It's like finding that first friend in your entire life. And right. they found each other. And of course, yeah. it's a boy and a girl. There's going to be some type of tension. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like it'd be more weird if there wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If there well, wasn't some yeah. pin at like. Well, and I, and I got more of the friend too when uh, he's talking about. Um, it's it's after she conks him in the face with her staff. Oh, yeah. for, for, quote, stealing the jacket. <laughs> Which I love that. Because he's like running. He's like, I'm going to get away. And then she's just like jacked him right in the face (laughs) (laughs) um but it's the part where uh she's like are you with the resistance he's always like yeah yeah i'm I'm with the resistance i'm with the resistance this is what we look like well some of us right (laughs) and everything kind of like just stumbling over his words and everything and if you look and it's ever so slight but the way daisy really plays it like she looks like she's trying to hold back a laugh at him like kind of like bro you're embarrassing yourself calm down (laughs) right (laughs) but it's kind of like the I mean, at the same time, she's excited to meet a resistance fighter uh, for the first time. And, and I think that's really cool. Like, the, their chemistry is just awesome. Yeah, and it is. And I'm really excited to see what's going to happen with them in 9 because they do have a special relationship. It's like both of them got to see a different world together. They got to experience all this together. Right. He got away from the First Order that kept him from everything, and he's never known anything else. And she got off the planet that she was pretty much chained to. Right. So, I mean, that's well, this big experience. In this movie, yeah. she feels like she still has to go back to because somebody's mm-hmm. going to come back for her. Yeah. Breaks my heart. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, there's definitely an unbreakable bond um, there. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. relationship that she's not going to have with anybody else. And, I mean, just to be honest, I, I really hope it doesn't turn romantic because i don't feel like that's what it is mm-hmm. i feel like people will take it that way because they're not thinking about the full spectrum of like we said like what they've experienced together yeah so ray don't need no man <laughs> right and I, I don't know i mean 
Every I, female's had like a male companion. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not saying like, oh, Ray should be a single woman forever because she's a, <laughs> she's a smart, confident yeah. woman and she can she can do whatever she wants. She's powerful. I'm not saying like she's got to be forever alone. I'm just saying like, I just I want her to find herself before she finds someone else. Absolutely, because she's definitely still doing that. Well, um, and that's the journey that I think she's sent on um, in the next movie, right? Exactly, um, and it, it starts here. With Luke's lightsaber and everything. Um, so, I mean, I think that she has her path set out. And she knows where she's going. Um, it's just a matter of where does Finn fit in that. And so, Finn obviously cares for her. But I feel like he cares for her more as a friend and close companion. More than just, oh, you're pretty. Right. Well, he does hint at that at one point in The Falcon. He's like, you got a boyfriend? Cute boyfriend? <laughs> really funny um but he's curious about it so yeah like I said, there's a few moments where you're like okay. i mean it's kind of the equivalent of anakin hitting on Padme, though, it so. is, though when you really think about it, it is i i dream about you <laughs> oh slow down buddy <laughs> every day i'm in complete torment <laughs> i'm tortured by the thought of you oh my gosh you're ridiculous <laughs> so at least he's not like creepy level like that i mean but... true. <laughs> true yeah but, I mean, in all honesty, it's kind of the same thing. Like, Anakin didn't know how to hit on a woman. He didn't right. know how to flirt. Right. And, and that's why is- he came off as a, a super creeper when he's trying to describe these feelings that he doesn't understand. Right. And it's kind of the same thing with Finn. Like, they're, and he says that, they're raised to do one thing. Right. Uh, in the First Order. And so, now there's something else. Mm-hmm. He has an option. And that's a whole new world for him. It is. So... And he doesn't really know how to interact with women. No, he does not. Pretty girls make him melt. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very funny. Yeah. But I love the relationship and everything, too. I think it's really cool. Um, I'm actually excited to see what comes of Finn um, as far as in episode nine and everything. Because I I, I share some of your um, concerns, I guess, um, that happened in The Last Jedi. Um, And we'll get... Into we'll that. get to that next week. Yeah, but we'll get into that next week. It's really hard not to right now because <laughs> they're so compare. close in story. Yeah, they are. I mean, um, they really are. It's yeah. almost like one day later, right? <laughs> and it's like <laughs> one hour later, we gotta get off the ship. <laughs> right. It's um, like it happens right there together. Yeah. But I mean, but I, and that's the thing is, I feel like Finn's got a lot of growing to do, and in a lot of it doesn't translate well, only because I don't feel like it's really fully conveyed and fully told as far as his story goes. There's more to him. Right. Um, and it's hard to kind of think of that, that even though he was in this great first order with all these people around him, that he may have been devoid of human interaction. Right. Um, because even when he takes off his helmet after he freaks out on Jakku and, and all that kind of stuff, when he's in front of Phasma, mm-hmm. and she's like, who told you to take off the helmet? All that kind of stuff. Um, she mentions to Hux later that he was he was to report to her division for reconditioning. And so they're trained and reconditioned a certain way. And for one, that's interesting to me. Yeah, that is. Cause that, that, that process, I don't know that, that seems pretty dark, <laughs> but um, just to kind of, I don't know. I, I'd like to know more about how that happens, mm-hmm. but if he's, if it's reconditioning, that means they're only basically bred to do one thing and one thing only and you stay in the lines and you don't go anywhere else. Otherwise, 
you're in reconditioning, all this other kind of stuff, and no prior nonconformity is the kind of terms that she uses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting seeing Finn discover worlds for the first time. Yeah. Um, and then how he chooses fear over a lot of it because he knows what the First Order is capable of. He does. And I mean, and we see in The Force Awakens, at first, all he wants to do is just run away. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all he wants to do is just run, 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 run. And Ray's just appalled that he does. Right. It's like, she just doesn't understand. She, You you should want to fight back. You right. should want to do this. You da, da, da. And he's just like, no. I see. I've, I've seen there. what they can I do. Yeah. There, like, I was literally on the ground next to people doing the things that I'm warning you about. Right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited to dive into The Last Jedi and kind of talk our way through that, too. Because mm-hmm. I think we're going to have a lot of um, jumping back and forth between... I feel like that one's the one where, where for once, we may not agree. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I feel like, um, I don't know. I guess, let me get this out here, because I'm really excited <laughs> about episode nine, mm-hmm. mostly because I feel like people have been so hard on The Last Jedi. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh my gosh, it's the best movie Star Wars has ever created. <laughs> what are you like, talking about? It's a masterpiece. No, I'm just it kidding. is a masterpiece. <laughs> But at the same time, like I feel like if you just sat down and watched one of the older movies, mm-hmm. like just just pick one, just draw one out of a hat and watch it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you'd be like, "What the heck?" Exactly. Because it wasn't meant to be a standalone movie. There's more story to be told. There's more that's going to happen. It only had a certain amount of time. It had to put something together. And you're judging the middle of a book. Literally, like, pick, up, <laughs> pick up a book and go read the middle of it, or read the end of it, and then tell me it was a great book. Exactly. You can't. You, can't, cause you have no idea. Man, I really love the middle half. <laughs> so it's like you just gotta think. And those movies came in threes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a wait and see at this point. It is. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's gotta be more. It's gonna things are gonna get closed up. And like I said, I know it's not the most amazing movie in the world, but I, I think once we get episode nine, I think a lot of things will come together for us. And it all makes sense. And then it'll be like, oh, we like these three movies. <laughs> right. Like, they do make sense now. Like, yeah. be patient. <laughs> um, so moving on from Finn, because um, I think I think we've said a lot. Yeah. Um, can I can I move on to somebody? Go ahead. <laughs> who are you going to? I was going to say Ray, but who uh, do you want to talk about? I want to talk about Kylo. Let's talk about Kylo. Okay. We, we, we can we can talk about Ray next. Okay. So let's talk about Kylo. So to me in this movie, Kylo's I feel like he's really built up in the beginning because he comes in, he's a really strong entrance, he's really cool, and he takes his helmet off and he's a little boy. <laughs> yes, Snoke. What do you read, <laughs> Master Snoke? It's me, Kylo. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I mean, I don't know. Like he does, he comes off really strong and really powerful. And then the next thing you know, he's like throwing his lightsaber around, causing temper tantrums. And see, it, it it took me out of it when he took his helmet off. The tantrums didn't bother me. That was more of a oh gosh, like obviously uncontrolled rage, well, which is a Skywalker see, trait. See, for the first so, time, I could yeah. say I was kind of like, oh my. Yeah, but exactly. after learning who he is mm-hmm. and stuff, I feel like you look back and you're like... It's a re- it's reduced to a, just a tantrum. It is. Yeah. To me, it is anyway. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. Um, but yeah, it, it I, I remember watching it in the theater and it did take me out of it when I saw his face and I was just kind of like, okay. So, like, my first thought was wannabe. Because he's going through talking about 
grandfather show me the dark side all this other kind of stuff and he's idolizing vader and all this other kind of stuff which we find out later is because of the pressure that's put on him um by snoke Mm -hmm. but as far as like it literally just wannabe is the only term that keeps coming in not that he's not powerful because he's extremely powerful and as he likes to remind ray very creepily like he can take whatever he wants (laughs) oh my gosh so and and that's the thing is like so i mean he's a kid and i feel like that i feel like that's important to the story though because so we we have seen him develop a little bit and things like that but in this it was more of like like she said um that uh this is how this is what happens when she's being hunted by a monster in a mask and that's when he takes it off and all of a sudden she kind of has this look like what the heck (laughs) <laughs> like right. I was expecting you to look all jacked up and all this other kind of stuff, but you're you're a boy, you're a teenager. I mean, you're yeah. I mean, for a lack of better term, he's like pretty. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> Why are you hiding under that mask? <laughs> take it off more often. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he removes the tunic later, but uh, <laughs> no. Oh my god. But I think that that's interesting that they went with that choice because that's the way I felt about Kylo is that he's he's trying to be something that everyone else wants him to be. He's trying to be what Snoke has told him he should be, not necessarily what he can be or wants to be. And so that's why with at, towards the end when he has this confrontation with Han, where I honestly feel like even though he ended up turning on his own father. I feel like that speech he gave before that, where he was talking about, I'm torn, I'm being torn apart Mm -hmm. and I don't know what to do. I honestly feel like that was heartfelt. I think that that was real. It's (sighs) just that he made a different decision. Yeah, I think so too. Cause, um, I know we've talked about that scene a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and we speculated, um, I was like, you know what? I think Han knew that he had to die in order to continue because Kylo is an undercover agent, like he's a spy. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> I forgot this, about all yeah, those theories. Yeah, with so many things. Because I just remember us and our wild theories. I mean, I, it's fine. You can have all the wild theories you want. I don't really care. Um, but it's just the more I watch it, the more I'm like, no, Kylo was intending to do that the entire time. You think he was intending that to be, from yeah, the beginning? Well, not maybe the very beginning, but definitely. When it hit that scene, mm-hmm. for sure, and I think before that he he knew he had to do that because that was something that um Snoke mm-hmm. had kind of pressured on him, and he was like, um, the droids on the Millennium Falcon with mm-hmm. Han Solo. Oh, he, he stoked like, those like, fires, yeah, exactly. And he was like, this. He didn't say this per se, but he essentially was trying to say like, this is gonna be like your greatest trial mm-hmm. in a way. He like, said, how it up are you for gonna him. deal with this, like, right? Like you know, you're gonna have to kill your father, prove your worth, right? Essentially, like if this is what you want to do, you have to prove to me that you're willing to go the extra step. And that's exactly that conflict that um, Kylo faced on mm-hmm. that bridge mm-hmm. with his father. Was Yeah, bridges like, aren't good for the Skywalkers. No, they're not. They just get off them. <laughs> um, that's exactly what happened. He was like, I know what I have to do. But it, I don't know. He says something right there. I don't remember mm-hmm. the exact line of it. But he goes through t- saying how he feels like he's being torn apart. Yes, and because he but he knows he has to make. Yeah, he knows he, he has to kill his father. Mm-hmm. So 
And I think that's why he's he's kind of playing it. And he's trying to make it seem like. And Han's trying to think too. Okay, well, he's like, come home. We miss you. And he's thinking that he's about to hand him his lightsaber over. And they're just going to walk off the bridge together and be all fine, hunky-dory little family again. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that have been the happy ending? (laughs) So great. (laughs) Then Kylo wouldn't have become the villain he is. Mm -hmm. It would have been a really weird turnaround. Right. Like, you would have been like, oh, look, we got this big, got a, <laughs> look at that baddie over there. <laughs> um, and uh, and then he just turns good. Like, this wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So, it sucks. Didn't, didn't want Han to die, obviously, but. Oh, no. It, I, the, when it happened, like, I, I cried. Like, okay. I'm not even going to try to act manly. I cried. Oh, I know you did. Cause because that, that, I, I remember you, you looking over at me and be like, are you okay? And I was like, shut up. I'm not going to lie. I was a little mean. I kind of did make fun of you a little bit. Yeah. But I also didn't have that relationship like you did with those characters. And then, right. Because like I said, we literally rushed through the movies in mm-hmm. order to get me caught up in a way. But at the same time, we went through them so quick and I just wasn't paying attention that I just didn't have. Yeah. That now you're the one characters. that's getting emotional. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Star Wars has never made me cry. Oh. <laughs> 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 three truths in a line no i'm just kidding <laughs> um but yeah so i mean in talking about that so actually something which is interesting since we watched rogue one last week and everything it was something that i pointed out now granted yes they're sucking in the sun for star killer whatever and it gets darker because of that but oh, i thought yeah. it was interesting because one thing that cheer mentions um around uh about cassian when he goes up to kill galen um he's like did he have the face of a killer he's like no it was the face of a friend and jen was like well why are you asking that he said well the force moves darkly around a creature about to kill and literally seconds before he ignited that lightsaber kylo ignited that lightsaber and killed han it got really dark it did and i thought that was really yeah and it just was like dark and quiet and creepy yeah i mean i feel like i've noticed that before but i noticed it so much more Mm -hmm. when we watched that movie when we watched rogue one he said that and we were like oh what an interesting theory yeah like oh my gosh so yeah which i mean it's probably nothing but at the same time i think it's interesting and it's kind of cool um, I mean, honestly, yeah. it probably is just a coincidence. Yeah. I bet people, if anyone from the like, actual Star Wars ever like listened to us, <laughs> it, of yeah. course, Lucasfilm listens to of us. Of course, they do. I just feel like um, if, if whoever like kind of wrote that scene and got mm-hmm. it all together, I feel like if he heard us say what we just did, I think he'd be like, "Totally, totally, yep, that that was that's what I meant." Like, yeah, I didn't realize that. You know what I, mean? like, I, I, I feel like it's just pure coincidence. And yeah. It just, it's just, it was, it's it cool to a think dark about. Yeah. And that's what it was meant to do, but it just mm-hmm. happened to fall in line with mm-hmm. something. It, and the worst part about that entire moment is Chewie. Uh, that no. is what killed me because I was shocked when Han was stabbed, but Chewie's scream immediately after, that is what broke my heart. Yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh. Um, one thing I want to ask you because we kind of briefly talked about it while we were uh, watching the movie. Um, so. So why do you think Chewie didn't get the uh, kill shot? Mm. Other than that, obviously, Kylo needed to be a character in the other movies. Not talking about convenient story plot, but why do you feel like he might have not gone for the kill shot? Because we see him kill like five stormtroopers, like one shot kill after he hits Kylo with the bowcaster. Right. So so why? what do you think? Uh, I mean... 
I don't know. It's hard to say because, I mean, of course, as Han's friend and companion pal, whatever you want to call him, he co-pilot, he, um, he's still his son and it's still Leia's son. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like he would have, if he would have done that, he actually would have killed him. I think Chewie would have felt really guilty. I don't think Chewie could have done it. I don't think he could have either. I think that's why mm-hmm. he, even if he because he watched this could kid have, grow. Yeah, yeah, even if he could have, I think I still think he would have not taken a kill shot. Well, and to the other side of that, we haven't really. I don't know that we've gotten a canon thing saying that Chewie was around when he was growing up, but Han and how, Chewie are pretty inseparable. How could he not? Right. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I really feel like, and I know we talked about this too. It's like you um, don't just ignore your best. You like scoot your best friend away because you had a kid, like. Yeah. Oh, that's not what happens? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but no, I totally agree with you. I, I really do think um, that Chewie was probably there through it all when, mm-hmm. when he was born. Um, and I would say up until he started getting mentored by Luke. Mm-hmm. And I think when things got rough there, um, and Luke tried to, you know, kill him. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that's when things turned. And mm-hmm. I think Luke wasn't, uh, not Luke, I'm sorry. I think um, that Han wasn't able to forgive Luke. Mm-hmm. And Leia was. And I think that's what tore them apart. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they had to kind of split ways and do what they were best at. Because I don't think they could get along and agree on anything. Yeah. Because they were both mad at each other. Because she was like, why can't you just forgive Luke? And he was like, why can you? Like, our son's turned into this monster. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I feel like that, that was that, the divide that's rough. of them. Yeah. Definitely. Because, so, I mean, Leia's... Nothing canon, but yeah. that's just my opinion and theory. Like. <laughs> it's Kristen's head canon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and, and I think there's validity to that because, I mean, Leia has always kind of been endless hope. She uh, has. I mean, she lost her entire planet, her entire civilization, her culture, all of that right before her eyes, but yet she still fights for the rebellion and still mm-hmm. fights against the Empire and is able to carry on. Like, even it, it's even mentioned in... Um, the Leia comics, um, how they're like, oh, well, she's the ice queen. She's she's all cold and all this other kind of stuff. How can she do this when she just lost everything and everybody's worried about her not grieving and all this other kind of stuff? She's like, look, there's work to be done. Um, this isn't the end, and this is not where the Empire's going to stop. We need to keep going so this doesn't happen again. Right. Um, but I, I honestly feel like that conversation with Han had to have gone that way because she was probably the one that was like, yeah, totally go train with Luke. Because you're force sensitive, because you're this and all this other kind of stuff, trusted her brother Luke and everything. And probably Han was the one that was like, eh, I don't know about that. Because <laughs> right. he's kind of the one that's kind of speculative. He, he yeah. was. And you remember in the uh, the movies he first came in, He it's funny too to see his turnaround with it. Because um, oh, yeah. you're thinking about it, I think he was even on the Falcon too when Luke was learning. Yep. With uh, Obi Wan, he was all like, "I don't believe that mumbo jumbo kind yep. of thing." He, he even said, "No match for a good blaster." At yeah, because yep. he doesn't believe it. He's like, "The force—that's crazy." Yeah, but it's actually really just funny. simple tricks. Yeah, yeah, it's just so funny that thinking about it now, I forget about this. Um, who does he say it to? They're on the um, oh, they're on, <laughs> they're on Starkiller when they first get to Starkiller. Mm-hmm. Him, Han, and uh, Finn. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and and he's like, "What did you do here?" And he's like, "Sanitation." He was like, "What?" People are relying on us. He's like, we'll just use the force. He's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's funny to me because he's got, he's, even though, I mean, obviously Han probably doesn't fully understand it. He mm-hmm. understands it enough to know he, that. He knows it, it exists. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and this, at this point, he's not like, you know, trying to say it's, 
pooky mm-hmm. spooky whatever you know yeah it's just it's just funny to me I, I, yeah i agree i agree definitely um but yeah i would i'm wondering if we will get any kind of story with hauntingly i know there's some stuff with bloodlines but as far as like their their split and Kinda everything what took place yeah in order to for that to happen. Because she even says, she even mentions the Han in this, um, when they're on uh, Dakar in the resistance space, um, that it was Snoke and Snoke manipulated her son, all this other kind of stuff. I'm wondering how Snoke was able to get close enough to do so. I don't know, but um, I thought we realized that earlier, though, because I thought in the next movie, I thought we learned that that's why Luke. Try to do that to him is because he was being manipulated by somebody. Oh else no, definitely. He, he was going to turn to the dark side. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's the thing is that I feel like it's almost like uh, the 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 mom and dad realized he was listening to too much metal music, so they sent him away to boarding school. That's <laughs> what it feels like. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, but that, that's you're so, I mean, dad. Go be good, right? <laughs> you're going to come back a man. <laughs> right. uh, but Jedi. I mean. It, I mean, we knew we we know that Snoke manipulated him and is is currently manipulating him and everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's an obvious thing. But my thing is, how did he get so close without Han and Leia immediately going, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, back off! <laughs> you're creepy, you're deformed, and you're crazy looking, and you're evil. Back off!" So uh, that's what I'm kind of wondering because I mean, so I get it with Palpatine because Anakin had no one other than Obi Wan, right? But at the same time, Palpatine gave the illusion that he understood Anakin like no one could. And so that I understand how he got his fangs in him, but with Snoke, I'm wondering how he was able to get to Ben so easily, you know? I don't know. So Maybe yeah. that's something we'll learn in these comics. Since they're all put to tie together, we're getting Han, Leia, mm-hmm. and then we're getting Kylo. So maybe- And I mean, Age of Resistance could be at any time, too. Yeah. So. Any anytime between Force Awakens to Episode Nine, I would right. imagine. So, so I yeah. I really hope because I mean, who's to know? Really, I mean, I mean, I love to think that Han and Leia are really good parents, but they're both so driven mm-hmm. and busy that I was about to say they like, seem they they could easily get lost in distracted. Their work. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So who's to say mommy and daddy weren't home a lot? Maybe they were out doing things and Kylo mm-hmm. had a babysitter and it happened oh, to no. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like one eight hundred Uncle Snoke. Right. <laughs> Tell Uncle Snoke goodbye. Oh, like, God, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But we just we don't know. We don't have yeah. that story yet. So I mean it it could have been that he just was didn't feel like he was wanted the way he wanted to be mm-hmm. or or maybe it's he was wanted, and maybe they were overprotective, mm-hmm. and he turned into a little rebellious little butt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, maybe he just yeah. got really crazy power hungry and decided mm-hmm. he didn't want to... What's well, along the lines of Anakin? Somebody told him he was special and that he had the power. Right. So, so, yeah. It's just a matter of playing those right strings. Exactly. And that's what they did. Exactly. So, I mean, I really do hope we'll see that in the comics. Because, honestly, if... And like you said, all these comics have to tie together. So if if they do, honestly, um, I, I really think I'll will read them. Absolutely, no, you so. will. I got you. You will be. You will be converted yet. Okay, Danny. What did I say? Done it. So let's talk about Ray. So with Ray, I'm just like I'm not trying to be mean, but. 
She's not really my favorite character. Why is that? I don't know. I haven't really pinpointed it yet. I just... Okay. I don't really like her. Um, She does show a lot of good qualities in this movie. A lot of strength. Um, I'm just... I guess more... I don't know. I want to say it's like I'm more curious about her than anything. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like... I don't know. I just... Yeah. I'm not a fan of her character for some reason. I, I really can't tell you why at the moment. I'm going to need, like, I'm going to have to go make a pros and cons list. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of liken her character, or at least in the, the development of her character in Force Awakens, to kind of how Luke is in A New Hope. So he's the starry, starry-eyed farm boy um, who annoyed the fire out of you, <laughs> if we're being honest. Um, who who was kind of like (laughs) you're never gonna let that one go. I literally won't. (laughs) But that's the thing is, so I mean, he he was immature. Um, I feel like she's kind of in that same place because just like we were talking about Finn, she's seeing the world really for the first time as well. Uh, she's been on Jakku for however many scratchings on the wall she has there. She's been there for a very long time. Um, yeah. And so it's the only life she's ever known. And then all of a sudden she's going out. Because I, I know I've seen people making fun of her with the, I never knew there was so much green in the whole galaxy. I mean, that's where she's at. Dude, like, she ate sand every day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she lived her life on portions. <laughs> right. So why would you ever think there's anything more than that if you knew you were never going to leave it? Exactly. I mean, you, she's essentially stuck. And so what kept her going was her endless hope for her parents to return. Right. That's why she was like, I have to be back there because they're going to come back. All those years, she still believed that endless hope. Still believed that he was going, that, they, that they were going to come. I know. It. So, and that's the thing is, I feel like she's kind of the Luke character in this movie where she's kind of feeling out the galaxy. There's a lot of new experiences, a lot of new things to be had. Um, and, and I think that's why it's important that she, it, it, she is found by Han. Mm-hmm. And the relationship that they quickly develop and stuff like that, um, which I know a lot of people, I think even us at one point, were like, Ooh, what if she's Hans? <laughs> what if she's Hans' uh, girl or something like that? Because of the way he acts. The way they are towards each other. Yeah. Like, and, she... and even Maz is like, who's the girl? And yeah. stuff like that. I mean, like they lean into they, it. They like, finish each other's sentences. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems like it's like a father-daughter kind of situation, but... Uh, immediately Han's just, like, uh, I don't remember any illegitimate children, right. but... Right. I mean, I, just, I don't see that being the situation unless it's like... Unless something happens between him and Kira from Solo and she becomes pregnant. But at the same time, like I don't think that's even the right age. No. Because yeah. at that point, I mean... She would have been much older than Kylo, and I think she's about the same age, and she if not. Like, she's younger than Kylo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't add up. Yeah. So that essentially means that around the time that um he would have left, no, not even. That means essentially a few years after Kylo was born, he would have had to run off and cheated on Leia, essentially, in a way. And it's like, yeah. no. <laughs> Which, I mean... He's a scoundrel, but at the same time, I he's highly doubt not, that. I don't think he. I don't think he would do though. that to Leia. Right. Yeah. Um, even towards the end, on Force Awakens and all, like he still genuinely loved and cared for her. Absolutely. So yeah. I don't see that. I, I love the, the exchange. They, yeah, I love the exchange between them before he, they go off to Star Killer, where she's like, "I always hated seeing you leave." And he goes, "That's why I did it." <laughs> yeah, I know they're still so cute. Yeah, it's it's sweet. I I love that. It was just older Han and Leia. But... Yeah, 
they still were so <laughs> the like, spark's still there. It, it is, and yeah. I love their. I always love their their banter back and forth mm-hmm. because they're just so cute. No, oh, definitely. Um, but I mean, with Ray, like I, th- I think it's really cool that she found a father in in Han. Yeah, and, and, and it comes back to again, like what we were talking about with Finn, is that they didn't have anyone. They they knew no other life. They had nobody right. else. It was they relied on themselves. Right. And so that's why she became so self-sufficient and, and all that kind of stuff. And as far as her force ability and everything, I just think that it's just a natural ability that she has. Why does the force have to choose a Skywalker? I mean, I mean, I get it's the Skywalker saga, but still. <laughs> uh, and here it is. And I'll say it again. Listen up for you people in the back. Um, the Skywalker saga cannot continue. Mm-hmm. It just can't like, Y'all, I know y'all are thinking, oh, yes, I can if Luke just would have children. But it's like, he's a Jedi, y'all. Think about the rules of the Jedi. <laughs> it's, it can't happen. It's not supposed to happen. It shouldn't have happened with Anakin, but yeah. it technically did. Mm-hmm. So, unless it's just a random rule they decide to go back and erase later on, you know, like. That's a possibility, I because I honestly feel like that rule was probably put in place I mean, well yeah. after the establishment of the Jedi Order and the Force and everything. Um just because, like, it's one of the, just like Anakin says, it's, it's contradiction. It's like you're you're told to love, but you're forbidden attachment. I mean, and with uh, love comes a certain amount of attachment. So, I mean, I mean, I, I, it's a fine line. It is a fine line, and I, I don't want to sound really insensitive or mean by saying this, but I feel like it's a distraction, though. Like, if you're gonna be in a Jedi. Mm-hmm. And let's say you were called to the next town over because clankers are coming. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. And you have to run over there and help. But then you get word that clankers are in your town. Mm -hmm. You're obviously not going to stay and defend where you were told to stay. You're going to want to run home Mm -hmm. and take care of your family. Which I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying like, "How, how dare you? But at the same time, then you're abandoning like the job that you were meant to do. Yeah, you know your, what I mean. Your duty, what, exactly. What your, so it, yeah. it's, it can. It's a fine line, like you said. Like I'm not saying like you would be condemned either way. I'm just saying like I I get why the insensitive rule was placed there. Mm-hmm. So I see both sides. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's it's really hard to say. Oh, you can't love anybody, but I expect you to love everybody <laughs> from a distance. Right. <laughs> like, don't get too close. Yeah. They might smell good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But at the same time, like, it's it's like, I don't know, it's it's different now, though, in, like, the society we live in, too. It's like, not a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some people do put their family on hold in order to have a career. And that's essentially what that was. It was like, you choose your career, you choose your family, and that's what it is. Because you can't well, have Well, Jedi that. chose it for them at a very young oh, age, but. You're right. <laughs> saying though it's like guess what you gonna be a jedi <laughs> but then it becomes a way of life so if true. you don't ever think anything else outside of that you mm-hmm. would have no reason to want that true so mm-hmm. i never knew my father <laughs> <laughs> you're ridiculous um, but yeah but i mean you know honestly personally with ray I, I i like her character i like the mystery around her character and i'm interested to know more um, because of how intensely powerful she is with the Force and how easily it comes to her, um, I don't have a problem with that like a lot of people do for some reason. I, I think it's sure. really cool um, because it, it kind of goes back to with Anakin. Uh, it's, a, it's a virgins in the Force to me. Yeah. 
because Anakin wasn't nothing special. He was the first Skywalker. So before that, the Skywalkers were not a thing. It was just, oh, hey, I found a virgins in the Force. He might be the chosen virgin one. Virgin in the Force? <laughs> virgins oh. in the Force. <laughs> you're not wrong. I can help, help it. But yeah. But with that anomaly in the Force and everything, like I think it's... I think that's what Ray is. I think that this awakening that Snoke asked Kylo that he it did he feel it? There's been an awakening in the Force. Have you felt it? Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's Ray, and it, it's Rey. so powerful that they are able to feel it. So it's not necessarily I just sense someone who is Force sensitive. Right. He says there is an awakening, and that's big. Right. It's like all of a sudden a sleeping giant. The sleeping giant's like, hey, you know what? I'm here now. <laughs> here I am. You poked the bear. Right. No, I totally so, agree. Yeah. I definitely think that. Um, that uh, I definitely agree. I, I think she definitely is the awakening in the force that they feel. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with just how powerful she is right out of the gate. And that, that doesn't bother me. I'm like I said. I'm, I'm. I think what I'm trying to more so do is reserve my judgment mm-hmm. for. Um. For the next movie. Because, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Rey right now. But I, it may also be that I just don't know much about her. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's you a really You gotta get powerful... to know her, man. <laughs> Give her a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, okay? Maybe I'm so nine. But, I mean, you know, all we really know about her is that she was abandoned on Jakku. Um, she jumps in the Falcon and... Meets a lot of cool people. Yeah. <laughs> fights side by side with some cool people. And then she's force sensitive and she can kick Kyle's butt. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is cool. And I like that. I like that they have a really strong female character because. I love that she gives Kylo a run for his money, especially in oh, the mitering thing. Since yeah. we now know what that looks like from Battlefront 2, um, where they show Kylo invading um, uh, Delmico's mind, I think. Uh, somebody's mind, but we actually yeah, see where, like, how that, what that looks like when Kylo does his mind right, technique. Right, literally, like, yeah. in your mind following you around. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. Like, so, essentially, it ends up being that Ray turned around and goes, no, I'm going in your head now. Right. <laughs> like, if you haven't played that game, like, I, I, can I just recommend that you go at least YouTube? Absolutely, like, that yeah. Because it's really crazy. Mm-hmm. It just gives you, like, a whole new glimpse into, like, what those powers look like. Oh, yeah. And it's something that we've never seen before. Yeah, so. it's really cool. Um, but I, I love that he that she can match him. Like right. it, it, even Snoke's like, "What the girl bested you? Yeah. Like seriously?" Yeah. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, she's strong with the Force. Right. No, <laughs> she no, just no. doesn't know it yet." <laughs> I'm not incompetent, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me at all. I performed. <laughs> oh, Kylo, you little child! Of course, you'd blame it on somebody else. <laughs> that's what it, that's what it sounded like to me. Or it's just like, did you tear up your brother's face? No, 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 no. It was, he did it. It was him. He 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 was doing it. That's right. literally what it sounded like. He was just pushing it off on somebody else. Right. So making excuses. Exactly making excuses. No ownership. Right. Um, but yeah. So I, I'm really interested to see more of that. So so you said you're not wild about Finn. You're not wild about Ray. Who do you like in? The Force Awakens. Like, what character do you feel drawn to that you're interested in um, seeing their story play out the most? Oh no, I'm kind of putting you on the spot. I didn't you, prepare you for this. You are. <laughs> I don't want to sound so like negative, but none. 
Really? Not yet. It's the thing okay. Is, like, I got to watch the whole saga of Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. So I got to learn and go through like all the ups and downs with like Han, Leia, Lando, Chewie, Luke, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan. So, I mean, I, I am invested in them. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing is right now, I'm just not fully invested okay. in these characters yet. Mm-hmm. Like I need this movie saga to finish out with whatever's happening. Yeah. And then I can make, I can, I can tell you. Okay. And that okay. sounds kind of bad. You're like, no, not at all. No, I think that that's interesting because I mean, and you're right. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people's complaints come with the sequel trilogy is that they put so much into those characters, the, the Obi-Wan, Luke and Han and Leia and all them, like you invest in these characters for six other movies right. and then number seven comes around and it's not about them. Right. It's so not, I, I, I get it. About that. I'm, right. just, I'm just waiting for it to all play out. Cause I feel like I'd been in the same boat if I would have been able to watch all these movies mm-hmm. from beginning to end, like theater wise or just, you know, when they came out, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if I didn't have every movie to sit on, just watch like I wanted to right now, I still feel like I wouldn't been as invested in like Luke. Cause I'm pretty sure Luke probably would annoy me just as bad as Ray right now. Mm-hmm. Honest to God. Like like you said, I think they're honestly almost the same character for me, and I think once everything's done and Ray's story's over, I think I'll be fine. Well, there's a pattern if you've noticed in the trilogies that the way that Luke is in the New Hope, Anakin had a version of that. Mm-hmm. He obviously turned out much different. He but... did, and I really I like <laughs> yeah. Luke now. I mean, like yeah. Luke's. I wouldn't say he's like, oh, he's my top three characters. Oh my god. Yeah. But I mean, I you, you I grow to respect. Yeah. yeah, I I respect. It. I've grown to appreciate. Really, all the characters. And mm-hmm. I just need the story to finish out so that way I can just be like, ah, like, yeah. ah, you know, like. Now it makes sense. <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah. that's what I just need. I just need the complete package there. Yeah. I think I'm most excited excited for Ray and Kylo and whatever kind of relationship that might be. I'm not a Raylo shipper by no. any stretch of the imagination. Um, Me neither. But... I, I'm not wild about that, and they played up on that a lot in eight. But I, I, I I'm not for that at all. I, I don't. It, again, I, I'll say it again, just like I did at the beginning. Ray don't need no man. She is great the way she is on her own. I still think she needs to continue in her journey and discovering who she is in the Force, mm-hmm. because. That, I mean, just like Kylo even mentions in this movie, she's testing out her powers. She doesn't know what she's capable of. Right. And she's going to get into that stride, and she's going to continue and everything. Uh, but just like J.J. Abrams says, Ray and Kylo are two sides to one coin. And so I'm really interested in that story of whether that be like a yin and yang kind of thing or how they are truly connected in the Force. Um, because I still think that what we find out in Last Jedi and everything about Snoke connecting them. I don't feel like that's 110% true. I still feel like there's, feel like there's it's a partial truth, which is still a lie. Um, but that's another mm. episode. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you think about Raylo? I definitely am not for them being together. Um, I was going to say too, I'm actually okay, so if you if you had to make me pick a character that I'm probably most interested in with, for the future, it would probably be honestly Kylo. Okay. Mainly because I'm a terrible person. And, uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I read spoilers. I read like things that 
could be happening in episode nine. Yeah. And I found something out that I'm like, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it because I don't (laughs) want to put that pressure on y'all. Y'all be like, ah, pause, go away, get out of my ear. For the record, Um, I'm sitting over here doing that same exact thing. I'm I'm really really not going to tell you. All I'm saying is something that I I found really exciting and I want to know if it happens Mm -hmm. is all. Like, I want to know if this is the path they're going to take with Kylo. Because I found something out and I just, I want to know. So I'm really just more curious about him and Mm -hmm. his future than I am, like, invested in him, I guess. I think he's an interesting character. Even though he kind of had kind of some odd moments in Force Awakens. Um, He does. I feel like he's, like, taken back and forth. Like, one minute he seems really powerful and the next minute it's like... You're a kid. He's a kid. Yeah. And then then he kind of can go back to being powerful sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's like he kind of scares Hux, but not really at the same time. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love their banter back and forth. It, just it is funny. The, the last thing I want to say, I, I, lo- I love when he's just like, well, they're obviously skilled at high treason. Right. So <laughs> Maybe he should do a clone army. It's funny. Because, um, you know, Hux definitely, he's like, he's a kid. Like, I'm not putting up with this. At the same time, it's like dude it's like it's like he's, choke you yeah like, <laughs> it, right it's like it's like hux is dealing with his boss's bratty kid literally and snoke's the my daddy's got the money right and snoke's the head of the household there like right. he's, the, he's the ceo you know like yeah that's exactly what's happening and, and hux just got stuck at the bottom under right the shoe now he's babysitting pretty much but he feels like he's writing a lot of things but then and I like how he tries to throw Kylo under the bus a couple of times. And he's oh, like, absolutely. well, Kylo thought it'd be more important to get the girl. He said we had everything we need not to worry about the droid. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kylo said. <laughs> Kylo said, na 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 Yeah, exactly. Like, Kylo, na 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 So, yeah. So, I think we'll wrap it up right there. Um, so, next week, we will be talking The Last Jedi. We sure will. Yes, the arguably most controversial <laughs> Star Wars movie yet. Yay. People are still talking about it. So are we. So I'd <laughs> <laughs> say we're not much better, but no. At least we're gonna put a positive spin on it. Absolutely. But, I mean, like I said, it's not my favorite movie, mm-hmm. but I'm just waiting. I'm waiting yeah. for the end game. Absolutely. Well, and I'm I'm not one that I, I didn't hate it. I'm not. The episode is absolutely not going to be us trashing it. No. Because um, like we can find value in any of it. Right. So yes, yeah, you can. You got to find value in Star Wars somewhere. There's absolutely none of the movies are like. I mean, a lot of them are really good, but not all of them are like, oh my gosh, amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's flaws in all of them. Yeah. And there's really great moments in all of them, so you just gotta find them. Absolutely, absolutely. So guys, make sure to subscribe if you have not already. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening on iTunes, Google Play, anything like that, uh, please subscribe, so that way you don't miss an episode. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, please. It helps us out greatly, and we love uh reading them and hopefully we'll uh, get to read some on the show soon yeah so yeah hopefully so um but yeah so check us out on facebook instagram twitter at kessel Run weekly um and again subscribe 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 <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> so cool guys um, so and as always you can send us messages definitely. email us from our website um let us know what you think about the episode any ideas you have about um the force awakens or really anything that we've talked about or anything in the future like 
we're cool with whatever Star Wars you want to talk about. Definitely. Absolutely. clean Star Wars and positive Star Wars. <laughs> Absolutely. We're always up for, not necessarily a debate, because we're mm-hmm. not going to try to prove you one way or the other. We just like to let you know how we feel about it, and we definitely don't mind you voicing what you think about it. We love it. our theories and different points of view. We do. We, just, <laughs> we respect all of them. And we ask the same. Absolutely, absolutely. So cool, guys. So thank you for listening to another episode of Kessel Run Weekly. And until next week, my name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And may the Force be with you. Always. <laughs>